So for today's episode, we are doing our mindful reflection of hey. July. And as you all know, our mindful reflections are designed to help us objectively look at where we've been so we can be more intentional about how we spend our energy moving forward. Our mission is to illuminate the way for our next generation to be aware, be accountable, and appreciate life. And that starts with us being the best emotionally intelligent examples we can be. I am one of your hosts, Recovery Ray. Let's learn and grow together. Welcome to episode 122 of the Balance Period Podcast, the show where we share stories of self-observation and actualization with one intention in mind, and that's to empower you to be the best emotionally intelligent example you can be for our next generation. I am one of your hosts, Recovery Ray. And the Bald Sage. Perfect. So for today's episode, we are doing our mindful reflection of July. And as you all know, our mindful reflections are designed to help us objectively look at where we've been so we can be more intentional about how we spend our energy moving forward. So, Nick, let's go ahead. Let's start to talk a little bit about what your month of July looked like. Man, so going off our last uh, mindful reflection, I talked a lot about wanting to cultivate more of my body practice since I spent so much time on my mind. And I was kind of explaining like the workouts that I did. Well, this month I ended up hurting myself in the beginning of the month from sleeping on one side on my couch. My couch cushions are like super, super soft. And I guess from sleeping on that on my shoulder, I ended up developing like a knot in my back. And it was one of those things to where I went to see my boy Jordan Burns. Shout out Dr. Jordan, pro wellness chiropractic. I went to see him. He took care of me and I was good, but I was curious. And I was like, I wonder if that was really from me laying down and if that was the cause of it. So, you know, I did it again and yeah, it was the cause of it. And the reason why I said that is because like, that's the journey that I'm on. This is like exploring things and questioning things and looking at things from a different perspective. And the fact that I might not have been able to work out, but my breath work definitely became a little bit more intense because when you don't realize how much your back plays a role in your daily movements of the things that you do, like just breathing in itself becomes something. So to be able to sit there and breathe, and there's one of the books I went through this month called The Warrior Meditation. And what you they teach in that book is you take this big gulp of air and you visualize yourself pushing on your lungs to like make them expand more. And as I would do that, I would literally feel those spots on my back stretch. And it just helped me get more in touch with myself and my body, which is still part of what I would do when I'm working out. So it's just things worked out perfectly. Yeah, that's interesting. When you were talking about like not really knowing how much your back played a role into every pretty much every motion that you take. Yeah. Like I feel I feel similar like when I stub my toe, I don't realize like how much work my toes do until I stub it and then I'm like, "Oh, it hurts every time I take a step." <laughs> every time. But also what you were alluding to was that the value of experiencing that because you yeah. get more in tune with how you feel. And I've definitely experienced that too to where I'm when I'm in pain, I'm more mindful. Because I'm acutely aware of what's happening here and now because I'm experiencing that pain. So yep. it's interesting because, yeah, it's definitely it can be beneficial. It's not comfortable it by any means. <laughs> but depending on how we respond to it and how we approach it, we can definitely develop even though we're experiencing pain. So that's interesting. Yeah. So talk a little bit more about you said you were it was a you said warrior meditation. Was it was this yeah. a book? Was it a audio book? Yeah. How did you go about educating yourself on that? 
the it's an audio book and the audio book is called the warrior's meditation mm-hmm. and so the premise of it is like samurais samurais had to always be on their toes there could not be a time where a samurai couldn't be mindful or else he might not be living anymore you have the people that you're with you have shinobi from other places like this is how they live their life and so they had to figure out a way to remain in a meditative state even if you're getting jumped by five people you have to be able to defend yourself so how can you mentally in those situations help yourself be present and the meditation practices that they give have just been amazing. Like one of them, it starts off with the breathing. So you do a deep breath, you stretch everything out and you start to become mindful on that. You then allude to the smells. So you then become aware, kind of like what we use with the name example. You become aware of the smells that are around you. You become aware of how the air feels against your skin. And as you begin to cultivate that, you start to let go of everything else that's around you and you become so honed in here that instead of them trying to defeat these people they're now in a complete instinctual phase to where they're able to produce the techniques that they need to produce to stay alive and i just thought that was really interesting so i've been slowly cultivating that into my own journey as a way to stay in that headspace because i know for me my samurai way thing has been me being able to speak my truth confidently or speak just in any situation, like I was always so timid and holding myself back. And just by practicing those little things, I start to see I start to see myself more and more begin to be able to speak and do the things that I want to do and not feel like there's something holding me back. Gotcha. Yeah, that's really cool. That's dope. Yeah. Audiobook, though. I love audiobooks. audiobooks yeah. So yeah, oh, yeah. anytime there's an audiobook recommendation, I, I generally I just add it to my wish list and I get it eventually. But yeah. I like that. But yeah, so over the last month for me, I've got I got a couple of opportunities to be a part of panels, which I thought was really Mm -hmm. cool. So I was sitting with other like minded individuals who just wanted to share our experiences and help others uh, as it pertains to their mental well-being. One of them was specifically for entrepreneurs and talking about the value of maintaining optimal mental health as you are on your journey of creating what you feel like, you know, it's your purpose to bring to this world. And so that was really cool just because my journey of becoming more mentally healthy started with me being an entrepreneur. It was me quitting my job and going through the ups and downs and going through the uncertainty of being an entrepreneur. And so I I was grateful for an opportunity to speak and to share some of my experiences with other people in that regard. And then I, re- the most recent one was for uh, another mental health panel, and it was centered around protecting your peace, which is something that we talked about on this podcast recently. So it was really cool to be able to take some of the same knowledge that I was able to share here and share it with, with that group of people. And so I think, as I talked about in the last Mindful Reflection, I knew that I would be getting more opportunities to do what I've been investing my time and energy into. And as it pertains to public speaking, it's something that I've wanted to do for a little over a year now. I I identified that that was something that I wanted. And from then until now, I've just been continuing to educate myself, continuing to get reps at speaking. If not like in front of people, it was difficult during the pandemic, but I would just do my best to do it, whether it be on like IG Live or even just through the Balance Period podcast, I've been intentionally training myself to be able to be mindful and to be present 
as I am public speaking so that I can be the best me and offer the most value to the people that are listening. So I'm grateful that I'm now getting more opportunities to do it on a consistent basis. And I think it's just a testament to what we talk about on the show all the time. Like I became aware of something that I wanted to do. I took accountability for the time that I spent developing that skill and this craft. And now I'm in a position where I'm able to capitalize on it by not only doing free opportunities, but I'm also getting paid opportunities now as well. So it's been really cool to see the growth that I've experienced over the last year after just setting an intention and then making sure I was prioritizing time to develop myself in the area that I wanted to, to get better at. So it's, it's been pretty cool. I've, I've enjoyed it quite a bit. No, that's dope. So when you have these panels and you're talking and speaking publicly, do you find yourself kind of like speaking to yourself during that time? Like I notice, like when I, if I make a video or if I'm talking to somebody, if I'm giving somebody any type of advice, as soon as I listen to myself, like as I'm talking, it's like, that could be for me too. Like I'm literally talking to myself at this time as I explain these things. Is that something you experience as well? Yeah, not necessarily in that moment. I feel like what I end up sharing. So (laughs) sidebar, one of the ways that I develop myself in being a speaker is I actually talk to myself. So whether I record something on my voice memos or I'm literally just talking out loud to myself, I, I talk to myself already. So in being a part of these panels, sometimes people ask questions that I've already answered for mm-hmm. myself. So it is like sharing what I would say to myself with someone else. Um, but at the same time, what I thought was really cool was that I was learning from the other people on the panel. So yeah. like I said, I was around like-minded people who have also been on their individual journeys of developing their mental and emotional well-being. So to hear their perspective and how they answer questions, it was really cool for me to learn not only better ways that I can articulate myself, but also just some of the habits that they practice and some of the mindsets that they maintain in order to make it to where they are today. It was was a dual purpose. I was able to um, execute on something that I had worked on for over a year while also learning more about the craft in the moment. So it, it was a really cool experience. So, no, yeah, very dope. The Balance Period store is now open. Each one of our products rocks our logo, which is designed to prompt you to pause, observe a deep breath, and remember that you are whole and you are enough. As a listener of this podcast, you get free shipping on any order. From the balance period store use the code podcast at checkout to get your discount visit shop.balanceperiod.com and get your mindful merch today enjoy the rest of the show yeah so in in thinking about what we've both experienced this month like what are some what are some of your primary takeaways that you'll be taking with you going into next month and honestly, it's building on what I've started to discover this month, just that that value in experiencing, just looking at things from that other perspective. There's another perspective that you can take. And I know going into next month, with since I'll be feeling a lot better physically, I'll incorporate a lot more consistent exercising into my routine. And so I'm really curious to see now where my mind and I'm saying mind and muscle connection goes, because even from my past as a bodybuilder, I had it. But now even going through this pain, I feel muscles in my back that I never even felt before and the ability to flex those muscles has now come too. So I'm really curious as to see like what progresses as I continue to move forward. And so it's just that and just sharing. Yeah, it's really cool. Mind muscle connection. 
is there something that you have in particular that you plan on using to develop that or do you think it'll just come from just reps it'll come from reps I believe that's one of those things that, especially when it comes down to the body, I mean, we are the habits that we practice every single day. So it's just going to take time to start to develop this, which I would just call it new neural pathways. I'm changing something that I didn't normally do and adding something brand new in. So the whole process in itself is an experience and just being mindful of that experience along the way. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, yeah, I would say the biggest takeaway that I've gotten, it's been embracing uncertainty and i know i've experienced a lot of it this month in a lot of different areas of my life and i've responded to it differently from the start of the month to the end of the month so it's been interesting to see that right i've noticed that in certain areas of my life when i experience uncertainty i respond to it or early in the month i should say i responded to it with less mindfulness than i do now And so it took me responding to it in that way. It took me understanding that that was the case and then making different decisions moving forward in that response. So now I've been able to truly experience and see growth internally from the start to the end of the month, just based on how I chose to respond to uncertainty. So instead of allowing the fear to overtake me because I'm not sure what's going to happen, I embrace it and I understand that that uncertainty has an opportunity to actually create stability right and i I learned that from deepak chopra Mm -hmm. and it's the law of detachment and so i've been actually i'm gonna read one I, i ended up copying and pasting a few of the mantras that he offered up to the, oh, nice. the background of my phone, just so that now when I go out in the morning to do my grounding, I sit and read these aloud. I'm just going to share the one that has been resonating with me most as it pertains to detachment. And let's see. So it says, today I will factor in uncertainty as an essential ingredient of my experience. In my willingness to accept uncertainty, solutions will spontaneously emerge out of the problem, out of the confusion, disorder, and chaos. The more uncertain things seem to be, the more secure I will feel because uncertainty is my path to freedom. Through the wisdom of uncertainty, I will find my security. That's dope. So for me, it's just been, as I mentioned, early in the month, how I responded to uncertainty was different than it is now. And in that response, I've been able to change my perspective on it. So now what used to cause, in some ways, like paralyzing fear Mm -hmm. is now understanding that through uncertainty, I am able to experience freedom. And it's all based on that perspective that I have on it, using resources like what I just read um, and, and various other other sources of, of knowledge about the topic. And I think that's the cool part about life is that we all have a perspective and we get to choose what perspective we have towards what we experience. And there are other people that have experienced the same emotions that we have experienced that have made the choice to look at it a little bit differently. And in this case, this perspective that I'm using now just so happens to be more empowering than the freezing feeling of fear. So, yeah, I'm grateful for that experience, and I'm looking forward to experiencing more uncertainty and to getting the opportunity to respond to it in a way that's more aligned with my values so that I can continue to enjoy myself along my journey regardless of any uncertainty that I may experience in the future. So, dope. 
when you uh, were learning, when you spoke a little bit ago, you said you used the word detachment. Now, when you were learning that, did they ever talk about impermanence at all? Because that's one thing that I've noticed, especially in like even the social media community, when people talk about detachment, I don't hear a lot of people talk about impermanence, which I feel those two go hand in hand. Um, and I, it didn't say anything specifically, but can you talk a little bit about impermanence? Yeah. And so the way that I like to describe impermanence is your breath. You don't inhale forever and you don't exhale forever. It comes and it goes. And when you start to learn detachment, you realize that you're holding on to these things. And the value of impermanence with detachment is as you begin to accept impermanence, you realize that this thing that you're holding on to is not forever. The fact that you're holding on to it is the cause of your suffering, period. And when you learn to let things come and let things go, it, get, it gives you the opportunity to change your perspective, which in turn will change your reality. And so I always like to throw in whenever I hear detachment, throwing in impermanence in there because it kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah, no, I like that. And I, I'm aware of that concept. I don't think I knew it by that name. But I was I don't remember what I was listening to, but it was talking about that that similar concept to where it's like thinking about the things that we find most pleasurable in life and even the most pleasurable experience that we can think of that we've had. We wouldn't want to do that same thing forever, man, because what makes it pleasurable is the fact that it has a start and it has an end. That's yep. what makes it actually pleasurable. So, yeah, I, I like that, though. Now that I know that word, I'll be able to associate that with the hey. with the concept for sure. <laughs> But yeah, and I know as it pertains to detachment, I think the, the biggest thing that I've had to do or I've gotten the opportunity to do over this month has been to detach myself from the end goal. So mm. to detach myself yeah. from where I know my life is going or what I've envisioned for myself to say that instead of focusing so much on that end goal and the emotions that I have experienced by visualizing what that end goal is is to appreciate each step of my journey by enjoying the progress that I make on a daily basis. Yeah. That end goal is kind of far off. And if I'm not able to enjoy the process, then I'm going to be miserable up until that point. And ultimately, the emotions that I'm consistently feeling and giving energy to will be what my life becomes. So even when I make it to that end point, the experience there is going to be completely different if I choose to allow what I'm experiencing now to keep me in a state where I'm miserable and I'm not truly enjoying where I am on my journey. So um, understanding that I can enjoy myself through celebrating progress that's made. And I know you and I recently had a meeting with our business mentors and just talking through the progress that we've made with the business I, over the last month, like <laughs> I, I I don't pay attention to it, right? You like <laughs> I, from doing the work, you don't pay attention or at least I hadn't been. And so I'm looking now to pay closer attention moving forward because after just sharing what we've done, I'm like, whoa, like, I know. Dang, we, even, and, even they were like, whoa. yeah, they were like, you want it a lot. They're like, every, every time we have a conversation with you, you all get so much done. And I'm just like, yeah. We're like, but I, at the really? end of the day, I, I don't pay attention to it because I'm doing yeah. it. So I'm I'm working, and that's something that I'll be taking with me in the next month, doing a better job of celebrating progress and understanding that in order for me to get where I want to go, it takes me making progress today and tomorrow and the next day and the next day. So doing my best to enjoy that um, along my journey is going to be beneficial, I believe. Enjoying that amazing journey. I like it. Yeah. So – yeah, is there anything in particular that you're looking? I know you were talking about 
spending more time exercising next month. Aside from that, is there anything else that you're looking to do more of next month? Um, honestly, it's just continuing my own, like my personal cultivation with stuff. I know with, uh, like my, as far as like meditating, I have found a website. I'm just going to say shout out Pexels, P-E-X-E-L-S. And I've been looking for a long time. I used to go to YouTube to find these stock videos or these loops so that I could do meditations behind them. This place has them all for free, hundreds and hundreds of videos. So that was really dope to find. I can start putting that out. And other than that, man, I just been exploring stuff, like exploring my own thoughts, like it's I I can explain it as in like the word love. We know love as a feeling. If you were to say what is love, you would explain it in a way. But for me, I think about it like, okay, love is just a word that we use to describe something that we don't I can't say we fully understand it because love is a label that we use and we just encapsulate it in that. But is there anything beyond it? Because if you look, love and hate are on the exact same spectrum. They're just the same. I call it the same energy, just different vibrations. So what is the core of that energy? And can we access that? And if we can, then how? That's the kind of stuff that I'd be just exploring on my own. Because I'm very big on trying to, well, not trying to, but just exploring things that I don't hear a lot of people talk about. Because I feel like uh, a lot of stuff that I was getting into beforehand was just stuff that people already talked about, which is great. It's dope. But I'm very big on just figuring stuff out that I don't hear much. Yeah, no, that's really cool. As you were talking about love and just it, it being a word. Yeah, it's a word to describe a feeling that we can't describe. Exactly. <laughs> like there, there is no word for the feeling of love. Like it's interesting. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting. And I was learning, I was thinking through that just in thinking about like appreciation, even all the stuff we talk about, like, yeah, we've used these words to describe them to the best of our ability, but they still, it's indescribable. The feeling is indescribable It because it's a feeling, it's an experience. And it's not, I don't believe it's meant to be described or at least so in a specific way, at least, right? Yeah. Like, I think it's, it's for us to do our best to describe. And I think that's why we love music and we love certain movies, like people's creative ability to describe that experience of love I think is is what it's here for, right? Dope. So we can yeah. see it from so many different perspectives what that love is, but it doesn't mean that the way that one person describes it is right and the way that another person describes it is wrong. It's just yep. that's their experience with it. So may, maybe maybe that's it. Maybe it's here for us to be able to be creative in how we express it and how we share it so that we can be closer as humans. Yeah. I'm going to ponder that one because you bringing up creativity because when you think of creativity and you think of passion, you think of the energy that goes in forth when you're putting that energy out there. I'm going a, I'm to a ponder that some and be a lot more mindful like when I'm writing and making videos just to kind of get more in touch with that because that's really interesting. No, I appreciate that. Yeah. Dope. Well, yeah, that, that's all I got. I'm, well, let me see. Is there anything else? No, I don't think so. I don't know. Y'all, be Y'all got a lot today. Y'all be all right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so <laughs> well, this is our mindful reflection of July. And Nick, is there anything that you would like to leave the people with today? Of course, you all are already whole and continue to enjoy your amazing journey, boss. And for me, we are unable to fill anyone else's cup if our cup is empty. So be sure to prioritize time for self care, continue to learn, continue to grow and develop your sustainable self-care system. 
Also, the balance period store is open. So go ahead, grab your mindful merch. Remember, each one of our products has our logo on it. And that logo is designed to prompt you to pause, observe a deep breath, and remember you are whole and you are enough. And you have everything you need in this moment to experience peace, regardless of what's happening outside of your control. So check out shop.balanceperiod.com and get your mindful merch today. You can get free shipping on any order by using the code podcast at checkout. So thank you all once again for tuning in to this episode of the Balance Period Podcast. Your time is valuable and we appreciate you spending some of that time with us today. We look forward to bringing you more high quality content and more guests. It's been really cool as I was talking earlier that I've been able to be on panels with like-minded people because it just gave me a whole new list of people to bring on a podcast and be guests. So keep an eye out on the guests for these next coming months as well. Thank you all, and we look forward to bringing you another episode next week. Peace. Later. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Balance Period Podcast. If there was anything you heard from today's episode that added value to your life, we ask you do a couple things. One, implement it into your routine. Continue to learn, continue to grow, and be the best emotionally intelligent example you can be. The second is that you share it. You can find a shareable link to this show on any social media platform that you are on. Our handle is at balance period. And remember, be aware, be accountable and appreciate life. You can do that by taking a moment to pause and observe a deep breath. Peace.